Okay. Um, it's maybe Jesus phoning. That's just weird. Hello? Okay, guys, um, this weekend's been amazing. Um, it's been really good. Uh, yeah. That video there um, was from last year. Um, that you know, some of you will remember. Um, and I just really felt this morning when I, when I woke up that I had to play it. Um, I didn't know which one. Uh, I just had to play a video from last year. So I opened up the folder and, and that one jumped out straight away. Um, because again, all weekend what's been coming through is, you know, we are his people. We are his church. We are this great movement for Christ. And this weekend, I have watched you guys grow in that. I've watched you, I've watched some of you get that completely. I've watched some of you get on the journey to getting that. And it's been fantastic. Um, I, I, I think I could safely say that nobody is leaving here the same way they came. Um, I think everybody is leaving changed and, and lifted or different in some way to how they came through the doors on Friday. Um, so yeah, that's great. Uh, God is moving um, and that is amazing. Um, you guys are all young, okay? Um, you guys are all young you guys don't realise it but you're the people that people in power listen to but the problem is that there's so many young people who aren't willing to stand up and speak for what they believe in one thing I've discovered over the past few months is that I'm now getting to that age where people don't really take notice anymore of what I'm saying because I'm not young anymore. You guys have the power to go out and change this nation. You guys are the ones that are starting to think about your careers and what God wants you to do. You have that within you. And some of you were with me um, during the summer when we were at Summer Madness. Um, and one of the things that just blew me away um, was watching 3,000 young people just fall to their knees to pray for our government that they would wise up and that they would stop all this bickering over religion and that was 3,000 young people who maybe beforehand had been caring about what they looked like by this point, it was day five of a festival where we were in a tent twice a day. So you can imagine what state the grass was in. But they all fell to their knees and just prayed for this country. And I just, that has stuck with me. And I'm just like, why, when we go back to our churches, do we not keep that same passion and excitement? because there's so much injustice in the world. There's so much injustice in our schools. And dare I say it, there's so much injustice in our churches at times. But you guys are the rising generation. You guys are the ones that God 
is speaking to and saying this is the way it needs to be. Church needs to change. It can't stay like it's always been. And that's tough for some people. But it's about finding that balance and letting God direct you. And I pray that that when we go back, that you guys can show people the fire and the passion that you've got here. That you can show them what God has been saying. That you can encourage them to listen to the voice of God. Because that is so important. I would love it if we went back to church and some Sunday morning, me or Alvin got a tap on the shoulder from one of you guys saying, God really wants me to share this. I would love to get to that point. You know, I was sharing with, with some of the guys this morning. The church I came to was the total polar opposite. Sorry, the church I came from was the total polar opposite of Stormont. You know, Julie will tell you she'd been there. Words from God were as common as water in the tap. You know, people used to just get up. And we're talking kids as well and teenagers. And just say, this is what I believe God's saying. We used to pray for people all the time. We used to worship, and I mean we used to worship until two or three in the morning sometimes because we just didn't want to go home. And it was amazing. And to come to a church like Stormont, I really struggled with that. But over the past year and a half, I have changed my attitude because I have seen the passion that is there, but it just needs to rise up. It's like a fire as it's going out. If you blow the air into the bottom of it, it'll rise back up into flame. And I believe that that's the point we're at now. I believe that, that you guys can be the, the, the fodder or whatever that stuff is that you use to try and make a fire come back to life. But you need to do that with God. Because at times, you will get angry with what's been happening. You will get upset, you will get knocked back. But at times, the benefits will be so amazing and you'll be so encouraged. But you need to remember that God is with you. As you go back to wherever you're going, take those four words with you. Because he is. And start getting involved in stuff. And I'm not just saying that because I would love to see you guys at things. That's another reason I would. But there's going to be a time where I'm not going to be here. And you guys are. And you guys need to have the passion to keep this going. You guys are the generation of tomorrow. You guys are the leaders of tomorrow. Every single one of you. You're the ones that are going to be teaching the kids in jam and in Bible class and in YF. So start now. Start being an example. And don't let people look down on you because you're young and say, oh, you can't do this because you can. There's been so much happened this weekend that I can't put it all into one quick review. That's not even actually why I stayed up here, but it sort of seems to be the direction I'm going in, so I'm just going to keep on with that. 
You know, on Friday, we talked about um, different things. That, to be honest, I can't remember what we talked about on Friday. Uh, because yesterday is what I want to talk about, actually. Um, yesterday, we talked about being all a part of the one body. We are all part of the body of Christ. We each have our own individual part to play. And you need to remember that. God doesn't want you and your, to be broken. He doesn't want you to be torn apart. He wants you to be together. And the thing is that, yes, we do get broken at times, but God pulls us back together. And I, I said to the guys this morning, you know, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to say, I'm struggling with stuff. It's okay to say there's stuff going on. Nobody's going to judge you for that. Nobody's going to look down on you. Um, I would encourage you all to really just go home and, and get into your Bible, get into God, and find what we've got here for yourself. Because the danger is that when you go home from a place like this, you're like, woo, Jesus, yay. And then you get home and you're like, oh, bedroom, hi. So, bored. And you lose that. But go home and keep the passion going. Meet up with each other, as Julie said. You don't all live that far away from each other if I'm being honest. 25 minutes would probably walk you from Esther and Johnny's house to Ben and Rebecca's house, which are probably the two people that, well, the sorry, Joanna, you might need to come in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we all live quite close to each other, I think. Yeah, you know. So you're all in walking distance. But build that unity up together. Find somebody to encourage you, to keep you accountable, to look out for you. There's, there's blue leaflets in your packs all about the true value of mentorship. And that's something that God really put on my heart for this weekend. Having a Christian mentor, I cannot tell you how much value that has. And that doesn't matter if you are willing, if you are at the stage where you're going to turn around and say, I am a Christian, I have given my life to God, or if you're a person who's saying, I have questions and I'm not sure. Finding someone to invest time in you is so worth it. Because that is someone that when things are going tough, you can cry with. And that's someone that when things are going really well, you can laugh and joke and praise God with but it's someone that you know is always there. So have a read at that and think about how that can work for you. Um, if you want to have a read at it before we leave and put them in the post box, then that's fine. And, and me and Laura will look at them and see how we can support you in linking you up with someone. But I would really encourage you to, to try and do that, to try and make some sort of formal mentorship arrangement with someone because accountability is so important. We are all broken people. We are all sinners. We all do things wrong. But because of Jesus, 
and what he did when he came and died on the cross for us, we all have new life. We can all start again. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but I'm going to ask Laura to play a video um, just before I do. Come down to the bottom. This one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. leave it there, just leave it like that. This afternoon was, was supposed to be called We Will Go, but, some, but I think that before we can go, before we can even think about walking out of this room and, and being the hands and feet of Jesus and telling people about him, some of us need to start again. Some of us know what that means. And that's quite a, 
big thing for us to admit because we're admitting that we've got it wrong. We're admitting that we weren't living our life the way we should have been. We're admitting that we haven't lived the way we should. But I want to read you this verse. It's from Romans 12. Start at verse 2. And it says, So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life. And place it before God. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you that's always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you and develops a well-formed maturity in you. Take your everyday, ordinary life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. This here is what God did for you. He sent his son to die on a cross because he loved you that much. To die one of the most horrific deaths a person can die for us because he wants us to be okay. And he has put everything into this but why do we struggle to even give him a little bit back? So that's what we need to do. We need to say that we want to start again. We need to say, yes, God, let's put away the stuff that, that has hurt us and caused problems in the past. Let's forget about our past. It's in the past. You can't go back and get it. But you can always write a new tomorrow. Romans 3.23 says that all fall short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned and all of us have fallen short. But God still loves us enough that he came and sent Jesus for us. Once we've done that, we need to go and tell people. 
We need to share with people what he has done. We need to bring people along and help them to come to the same understanding that what God has done for us, he wants to do for them. So that's the two things I want you to think about. Do you want to start again? And if you do, that's amazing. Will you go and tell people about him? I want you to leave here inspired and encouraged. Not by any of us, but by you. Be encouraged by you and the person that you are. Be encouraged by the stuff you've shared with people that has made an impact on them. And be encouraged that that God has used other people to speak to you. Continue to pray to God. Continue to read the Bible. You wouldn't try and drive a car without petrol. So why try and live your Christian life without talking to God and filling up on what he has for you and the power that he has? And the fourth and final thing, and probably the most important, is that you need to recognize where you're at and make a decision. Is this the life for you? Or are you just playing the game? God wants all of us and he will wait as long as it takes. But don't don't make him wait until it's too late. And don't think that, yeah, that's great, but he's not talking to me, because I am. Because there's people in here who need to hear the words I'm saying. I'm quite glad that I'm recording this, so as I can hear back what I'm saying. But there's people in here who are hearing this and going, yeah, that's great, but that message isn't for me. But it is. God is saying that he sees the hurt and the brokenness, and he's ready to lift you up in his arms, fix you, and help you move forward. But you need to be willing. God is not going to force himself on you. Like I said to some of the guys earlier on, Sometimes your biggest problem, out of the grand scheme of problems in the whole world, sometimes your biggest problem is you. You're not willing to let go, to forget, and to move on, even though God already has.
Julie talked on um, yesterday, actually. Jesus, it feels like days ago. Uh, Julie talked yesterday about a song, God of Justice. God of Justice and Saviour to all. He came to rescue the weak and the strong. He came to serve and not be served. Jesus, you have shown us what you, what, what you require. Freely we've received, freely we must give. We, everything we've got from God didn't cost us anything. We got it for free. But it cost him everything. We must go stand beside the broken stand beside the broken that's what we're called to do I'm going to ask Laura to play that song I just want you to sit and listen and reflect and then we're going to respond.
those of you that know me quite well, you know that this only happens when I'm feeling vulnerable or open. Unfortunately, my two-year-old goddaughter thinks I'm playing hide-and-seek. I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to say some stuff that God has told me, or that I feel God is saying. And then Laura's going to play that song again. And in that song, I'm going to give you a chance to respond to the things I'm going to say. If you don't, and it's you, I've done my part. I've been obedient. And I really struggle with this bit sometimes. We're going to pray. God, we know there are broken and hurting people in this room. God, we know there are people that are so passionate for you. But God, that life and circumstances and other people have made them feel worthless. They have made them feel that they are not good enough and they have broken them. And God, we just pray right now that you send your Holy Spirit into this place. God, that you fix every hurt that you just wrap your arms of love around each and every one of us. God, that you come and that you overwhelm us with your power. God, send your Holy Spirit to comfort us, to soften those hearts that have been hardened to you by circumstance. God, for those people that are crying out, why did you let that happen to me? God, just help them to know that right now you're there for them with the solution. God, we just say, come. Come and have your way in this place. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome here. Come and just sweep through like a rushing wind. Jesus, it's over to you. These guys are in your hands. Have your way. Have your way, God. Amen. Guys, there's people here that feel like they're on the edge of a cliff. God's on the other side. And you feel like you just want to take that step over and say to him, do you know what? I need you. But there's something holding you back. Guys, it's about faith, nothing else. You just have to take that step out in faith. It's like when the disciples were in the boat and Jesus walked in the water in the storm and Peter stepped out of the boat. He needed to have faith that he wasn't going to sink. And guys, sometimes that's all it takes is sometimes to get our answers, we just got to step out of the boat. We've got to make ourselves vulnerable. We've got to be open. There's people here and life has just broken you. You feel that you're not worth anything. You feel that you have nothing to contribute. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a lie. Because God loves you. You are exactly who he wants you to be. 
You have so much worth. Guys, the hurting needs to stop here. There's somebody else and you've got a real, a real burden on your heart. God wants to deal with that with you. So guys, Laura's gonna play that song and I would love to pray with people. If the stuff I've said has struck a chord with you and that's you, brilliant, I would love to pray with you. And so would any of the other leaders because it's not about me, it's about him. So if any of that stuff has struck a chord with you, I would love to pray with you and so would the other guys. Or if there's other stuff that I haven't said but that has come up over the weekend, then I would love to pray now. And the other thing is that last night Julie talked about your giftings and how they were locked up in a box and how it's time to unlock that box. Guys, it's time to unlock that box. So come up and we would love to pray with you. In fact, if that's you, if there's something that God has spoken to you about in a box and you want him to unlock it and release that into your life, then go and see Julie and let her pray with you for that. Guys, God is here. He is so here. And for those of you that question, why can I not see God? I know that I can definitely feel him here right now.